Let's see what you do. So, Shalom, 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 Israel, Father Nakwa, Shalom, Brother Amos, Brother O'Reilly, Brother Amos, Coming back at you with another uh, late night uh, Sabbath service, right? I think that's what's still on the West Coast. They, they still keeping us up, right? Giving our honor and glory to Yahweh. By Shema Mashiach, on the left, Yom Shad. Double honors. Try to fix this candle, make it everybody here. Probably won't happen. But given, of course, our honor and glory to Yahweh, by Shema Mashiach, on the left, Yom Shad. Double honors to the elect elders of the house of David. We usually do the Sabbath service earlier, but with them shutting everything down um, uh, late, we decided to do cap early and then do the Sabbath service later. So, um, giving a hearty shalom to you mighty men out there laboring, doing the work, out there in these last days, pushing this truth, waking up to elect, sealing 144,000, most high willing brothers enduring to the end. Shalom to the brothers that may not be out there laboring, but they still get filled up in the spirit and doing what the most high requires of them, raising their households, putting aside mortal thoughts, putting aside uh, folly and madness, and laboring to get this kingdom. And last but not least, shalom to the aqua out there holding it down in the households, reverencing the Most High, reverencing their husbands, raising up the children, and doing what the Most High requires them. So you can see the topic of the live stream is a nationwide government shutdown and Q&A. Argentina, France, Germany. Like we've been saying, everything that you've been seeing going on across the world is going to come to America. So within Babylon the Great, you have California on lockdown. Um, New Jersey. It's just been called to be on lockdown. They say Connecticut is next. And there's a few other states. We're going to pull it up and show you that this is on lockdown. The brothers got pre-service. They're going to break them out while I um, get this information. All right, just to show you, give you the current. Our job, like I said, we always do this, even if it's the Monday night conference call, to give you an update about what's going on and give you the real-time prophecy, right, and show you, you know, what the most I requires of Right, so after we address these current events, then we'll take questions and ask that our brothers and sisters may have. All right, I'll bring it up. The second address, 16 and 3. It says, A sword is sent upon you, and who may turn it back, man? So all hell breaking loose. And you see, these plagues coming to pass, right? People looking forward to get better, man. Uh, trials and tribulations are coming, man. You got to prepare yourself for that, right? Verse 4 A fire is sent among you. And who may quench it? Plagues are sent unto you, and what is he that may drive them away? So it's the most high creating all of this vengeance on the earth, man. These plagues, this pestilence, and all of that. And it's gonna be the famine of the word, right? It's closing down the storehouses and all of these things, man. And who can stop that plague? Who can draw it back? So your best bet is to be getting your spirit right in these days, man. Now look for it to get better. Now look for your job to open back up. Now look for uh the so-called white man to save you, man. Because, hey, man, the Lord is doing all this on the earth. We got to get our spirits right in these last days. Definitely got to get your spirit right, man. They shut, like I said, they just shut down New Jersey, man. So uh -huh. they, they shut down PA, you know, Pennsylvania. I got to uh, work on a plantation. They, they ship stuff out to these different states. And they came back. And, and everybody at the, the uh, so-called plantation was kind of mad, man. That the company was losing money. Uh, Esau was walking around yelling at everybody because they shut down Pennsylvania. And I was happy, man. They, uh -huh. they shut down PA, Connecticut, uh, New Jersey. They about to do, you know, um, they about to do Connecticut and Delaware because we're not doing a stream yard. But we may show you the clips where they have tanks just coming in and out the streets, man. 
rolling up deep out in Landover, Maryland, they setting up uh, the FEMA camps, right? So these are the times you live in it. These are the plagues that the most I put on the earth, man. Get a precept. Go on, go on. This um, Malachi chapter 3 and verse 16. Then they that feared the Lord spake often one to another, and the Lord hearkened and heard it, and a book of remembrance was written before him. For them that feared the Lord and thought upon his name. Right? So that's why you got all these brothers in these camps out here speaking uh, boldly about Yahweh Shem Yahushua because they bring in the name of the Lord back into remembrance. Right? And those that fear the Lord is getting those people right. They tell me what's about to come, what's about to befall America, what's about to befall two-thirds of our people. Right? So a book of remembrance is being written to who's going to be sealed and who's not, who's going to be saved and who's not. All right? We're just the messengers. Right? You can kill the messengers, but you can't uh, uh, deter the message. And the message is going to keep going. The Lord is going to have his word go up throughout the whole earth. Then the end shall come. That's right. This um second Ezra is 15. And again, you're going to see, you're going to start seeing this. Um, we're going to be in second Ezra 15 and 16 heavy, man. For, for a great, again, we're always not going to be in, in Deuteronomy, right? The first chapter. We're not going to be in uh, Revelation 1 and 14, give you the and we can't harp on that enough. So Second Ezra 15 and 16 is containing the great amount of prophecies that we live in. So we have to speak on these things. And everybody should have well read. And if you didn't, read these chapters, man. Read them to your, your household. Let them know what's going on. Men should say, look, this is what's going on on the earth. Right? You have to build this up, your nation with this. Right? This Second Ezra chapter 15. And I'm going to read verse. Um, I'm going to start at 12. I'm going to start at 11. Man. All right. I'm going to start. I'm going to start at 11. Right. And it reads, but I will bring them with the mighty hand. Um, let me see if this is still. Yeah, no, that's still cool. Yeah, was, this point, man. All right. Well, they had the ancient um, Egyptians shut up in their house, man. Right. There was no work in ancient Egypt, man. Then the Lord destroyed all the Egypt uh, plagues. Right. Then the Lord sent locusts and wild and flies and, and frogs and rivers into blood and and many uh, damn beasts getting all types of plagues. So the Lord is doing that now. He's jacking up this uh, economy, right, with this coronavirus, which is pestilence. Right, the Lord is having massive death on the earth, man. Right, I'm gonna read verse 12. Right, I'm gonna jump down to 14. Woe to the world and them that dwell, um, that dwell therein. So the Lord said death and destruction to this world, man. So the days of, of mirth and the days of rejoicing are coming to an end, right? The days of uh, uh, reveling and banqueting, like I can tell you, first Peter four, abominable idolatry. Those days are coming to an end. Like a rival said, "Don't be." I hope my job kind of. Hey, well, I hope the jobs never open back up. Because the Lord will take care of us anyway. Right? So we have to rely on, on Esau to remember the Lord is running this thing, right? Right? The Lord said, "I'm a. I'm, I have been on." So like David said to the spirit of the Lord, I, I am old and then I have been young. I have never seen a righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. Man. Lord David said, I've never seen that. Man. Right? Never seen a righteous forsaken. He has never seen the seed of the elect and then I serve the most high ever begging for anything. Man. So the Lord will take care of us because we believe that. Man. Right? So it's woe to the world, but it's, it's rejoicing to us. Man. I'm going to put that out there. You know? And I'm gonna, uh, let me bring this out too. This second Ezra is chapter 16. Right? This second Ezra chapter 16. And I'm gonna read verse 14. Read 14 uh, all right, I'm gonna 
going to read verse 14. And it reads, Behold, the plagues of sin, pharmacies, convenience stores, uh, maybe a hardware store, banks still going to be allowed to go to, pet stores, uh, mail and delivery stores. Right? But any other so-called job is shut down, right? And they're telling people to kind of stay at home. You can still kind of go outside, but they, they at certain places, they won't let you leave, man. Right? At certain places, they have the military out there to try that as well. You literally can see that, man, that these storehouses are becoming empty. Right? Amos brought up earlier, they're closing down the brother to coke factory, man. Right? They ain't closing because they was out of business, man. They getting ready for these beamer caps. Oh, hell of a break, man. We'll read that again. And suddenly, to the sown places, appear unsown, and the full storehouses shall be suddenly be found empty, man. And you see that coming to pass. We living in the time of the second address of all, bro. Things are kicking off, man. You see the plagues <coughs> going out. So how, now it's high time to wake, man, out of sleep, man. Right, put your garment on. You're supposed to keep your garment on and right. stay ready, man. But, like, not, now is the time, man. It really ain't time like the brother. We always say, man, if you're in Proverbs, the first chapter like that. Right, be worrying about carnal things, man. That was the wake up. Look around. Okay, this is second entrance, right? The 15th chapter. This is going on. Okay, this is second entrance, the sixth chapter. And see these plays coming to pass on the earth. This the book of Joel, chapter 3 and 19. Egypt shall be a desolation, and Edom shall be a desolate wilderness. And that's what we're getting ready to see. The desolation of our enemies, man. This place is about to be empty. Right, the scriptures, right, so the destruction of Esau, you know, right, Esau can't move around like how he wants to go, right, you got the, uh, the government shutting everything down, putting restrictions, talking about stimulus packages, and that's going to help prolong this kingdom. This kingdom is done. Right. Like, so the National Guard getting ready, they're just getting ready for destruction. Everything is getting, it's working in our favor. Right, so Israel embraced what's coming. Right, you can't, you can't avoid this. Right, it's not like a uh, like a, a car to them. You can take the opposite way to get to where you're going. There's only one straight way you gotta go. This has to come, and this is just deliverance coming to it. Right, you gotta be optimistic in these last days. That's what faith is. Uh, and um, I'm gonna bring this up. This um, Isaiah chapter 24, and they again they got the National Guard. We we see how the Most High play. We're not going to be too hasty and, and, and say uh, uh, certain things are happening and we have to get all the information get over um, these uh, hotels, right? I believe one of the commanders, um, he said that we're going to basically take over these modern day hotels and turn them into a mandatory, basically a FEMA camp, right? Pretty much that's what it is, right? These are the times that we live in, right? And, and the most times are running the show. I want to pull this up real quick now. These are um, this is coronavirus countries are under lockdown. At least 11,900 people across the world have died from the disease, according to the latest data. And Europe has now been dubbed the epicenter of the epidemic by the World Health Organization. Right? It says uh, Italy has been particularly affected, accounting for more than 70% of the bloc's fatalities and is now on track to surpass China's own deadly toll. Right, it says um, Belgium's nationwide self-isolation policy is to run until April 5th, and they keep saying this may last to June or may last to May, and we, well, it's up to the most high, man. The most high.
Saeed's want to determine how long it's supposed to last. It says, it's like here, uh, Belgium's, and this is from the Euro News, if you want to look into it, right, we're not making this up, right? Belgium's nationwide self-isolation policy is to run until April 5th, longer than the 15-day lockdown currently imposed in France and Spain. Residents must stay at home unless they need to go to work, supermarkets, health facilities, or visit people in need. And they're going to start there a certain place where you kind of need a, a certificate to move, right? You need authorization. And they're going to kind of stop you and say, where are you going? Right? You're going to have to prove where you're going. And if they don't believe you, they're going to they uh, get you jammed up. And they're going to start saying, you got symptoms. And you're like, I feel fine. I feel fine. No, no, you don't feel fine. You know, they're going to kind of grab you up. Like they was doing that in church. They was grabbing people up and taking them to these places. And let hey, and Baltimore, I was uh, saying, man, they killed people out here. Not for that. They killed their brother for And I'm not talking about Esau, I'm talking about Jake. So that's how bad it's getting. Um, let me bring this out. It says residents must must stay at home. I read that already. It says authorities rely on a sense of duty on each Belgian and the respect towards these decisions taken to protect them. Their relatives and loved ones, only the personal commitment of each and every one will allow these measures to have a real impact on the situation. Now, that's what the Lord said. This is Isaiah chapter 24, and I'm going to read verse, I'm going to start at 10. I'm going to start at um, 8. I'm going to start at 7. When they always rejoice, they turn up. People went to damn, you got people having damn banquets and damn orgies and weddings and then a mere mirth of tabard ceaseth. The noise of them that rejoice ended, and the joy of the heart ceased. It, it's certain streets, man, like New York. They New York is empty, man. Go be better Times Square, man. It was music and wild instruments and, and actors, and the, the Lord said, "It's all shut down." It said, "You said what, King?" Yeah, it says, "They shall not drink wine with a song. Strong drink shall be bitter to them that drink." The city of confusion is broken down. Every house is shut up that no man may come in. Look, this is what it's talking about. Is this not the city of confusion? I'll give you a freak. You can marry an iguana, right? You can damn have sex with your cousin, I mean your sister, and get a get a uh, get away with it, man. Right? When nobody knows their nationality, everybody's drunk the horse, it's broken down. It says every house is shut up. Then that what the Lord is speaking of. Then the Lord say your house is shut up in your house. That's Isaiah 24. Every house is shut up that no man may come in. What is not going to be allowed to come in your house, man? It says, there is a cry for wine in the streets. All joy is darkened. The mirth of the land is gone. So the mirth of this land is going to be gone with these tanks. National Guard, people going to be crying, screaming. Babies going to be out on the loose. A prisoner's on the loose. So mirth is going to be gone, man. You know? Uh, this second address, chapter 15. I read the old messages about Corey all the time when she said I'm ugly and she don't know why you love me. Them old messages on there and we've been going at this for the longest. I'll see if it's the same number. I'm trying to get a new number. They're going to put you to death, right? There's going to be a whole bunch of crazy stuff going on, right? And so somebody's going to desire to leave out of, say, like, Manhattan. They're not going to be able to. Right. It's going the National Guard right there. Like, no, you, can't, you can't get through. Right? And it says, uh, For because of their pride, the city shall be troubled, and the houses shall be destroyed, and men shall be afraid. Right? 
because of the pride of Esau, wait, oh, we got this. We're going to take care of this. We're going to do it what you want to. Wait, people are going to be scared. People are going to be shook. People are scared right now. We don't even know if the virus is real. Wait, they just talking about this and that. They're giving us numbers. Nobody knows really what's going on. Where we being kept in the dark and they playing some matches. Right? A man shall have no pity upon his neighbor, but shall destroy their houses with the sword and spoil their goods because of lack of bread and a great tribulation. And that's already happening. You got all white women fighting over bread. Where you got uh who, who was it? A dude got his neck slashed with a, a wine bottle? Yeah. Over toilet paper? Uh, uh, yeah. look, at, look at what's going on. It's just the beginning of sorrow. Right? We have the beginning of this thing. The end of the, I mean, the beginning of the end. Yeah, right? And um, I'm not sure if that's where you're going to be able to see this, but I'm going to show you anyway. Now, this is in San Diego. These are all of the tanks that they just, they're bringing it to San Diego. Let me pull this up. See if you can see that. See all the tanks? That's damn near a damn mile long. Train, yeah. These are just tanks coming into San Diego. And it's not just San Diego. It's in Baltimore. It's in Chicago. It's in New York City. So they send these tanks in because they're going to try to uh, get this thing done the hard way. Huh? Like, I believe the man, uh, the, uh, the governor of um, California said, look, hey, if you kind of leave your house full of roll up on you, huh? Right? And he said other words, but that's pretty much what I heard. He said, well, kind of roll up on you and pay you a visit. Right? So that's what's going on. The Lord said every house is going to be shut up, huh? Right? The Lord said that Ecclesiastes, the talk shop. Yeah, please. All right, let me bring this up. This is Ecclesiastes chapter 12, and I'm going to read verse. Let me straight to the point. It's Ecclesiastes chapter 12, and they had a video in uh, and damn New York, New Jersey. Huh? You seen that video? It was acting the fool. You got the police and them all rolling through, so it wouldn't get. Hey, hey, Jake is going to kind of start fighting against these police, man. And he's the, in the National Guard. It's going to get bad out there, man. You know, a lot of people are not going to abide by this curve. They, you know, things are going to get uh, 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 heated up. Please ask this chapter 12, and I'm going to read verse. This is Ecclesiastes 12 and 3. And the day when the keepers of the house will trouble. These are these men that have compassion. Uh, uh, cribs. Hey, damn cribs from the early 2000s TV show. They're not going to be able to leave them damn cribs. Huh? Right? You're going to be in their damn apartments. you got to be locked up in there. It says, And the strong men shall bow themselves, and the grinders cease, because they are few. The grinders are the workers, right? The employees. When you look that word up, it's going to employment, literally. Right? So, brothers, and we were saying some of jobs earlier, man. Other jobs get closed out, certain other jobs get shut down. Right? People trying to figure out, well, I don't know what to do. A lot of people just confounded out here, man. But these Babylonians never experienced nothing like this before, man. They have not, they're used to a state of comfortability. These Babylonians, they're used to a state of just being able of excess and surfeiting and doing what you want to do. And they're going to be uncomfortable. They're going to kind of make moves. Right? It says, because they are few, and those that look out the windows be darkened, and the doors shall be shut in the streets. But the sound of the grinding is low. So door, you ain't going to have no traffic jams. They don't want traffic jams. Right? Traffic's smooth, huh? Brothers travel far to get the cat, huh? And traffic is smooth. 
And the less traffic you have, the less money you got coming in in your city, huh? The more traffic you have, the more buying and selling that's going, the more enterprises, right? The more the economy flourishes, the people are buying. Me means when he says, and um, please ask his talk before, when the sound of the grinding is low. You're not going to hear that beat. You know, you're constantly beeping at each other. Hey, move up the way. Move up the way. People kind of giving people the finger. Hey, cities are turning complete. Whole cities are turning to ghost towns, man. Straight up ghost towns. It says, and he shall rise up at the voice of the bird, and all the daughters of music shall be brought low. Rise of the earth, man. Believe Malachi did a video says it's going to be okay, right? So, brother, it's going to be okay, man. The most I is going to protect the saints. You don't have to sit there and worry about, oh, I don't know, what if I'm not able to eat this, and what if I'm not able to drink this, and what if they close off the, the Lord is going to provide for the saints. Come on, come on, come on. Y'all got to go. Bring it up. Okay. The book of 2 Edges, chapter 16, verse 74. Here, O ye, my beloved, said the Lord, behold, the days of trouble are at hand, but I will deliver you from the same. Be ye not afraid, neither doubt, for Yahweh is your God, and the guide of them who keep my commandments. Uh, uh, right. The preacher, right? The book of Zechariah, chapter 2, verse 27. It says, Be not weary. When you're weary, man, you're kind of fainting, kind of whipping back and forth, you're kind of weary, man, because you, you double minded. And the most two thirds, wicked Jacob, who stretch up over my hand all the day long, they gonna get they gonna know what the hell going on. It's gonna hit them like a ton of bricks. All these nations, they're gonna catch them by a uh, surprise, man. It says, be not worried for the day of trouble and heaviness coming. That Jacob's trouble, that martial law, man, ain't the Others shall weep and be sorrowful, but thou shalt be married and have abundance. So the most I'm saying that day, that's why brothers are so happy, man, this is coming to pass, man. And the most high was then. We know that everything are written with the record of what's learning. That's why we need to be reading reading uh, motivational scriptures, man. They motivate me when I read them. That keep my fire burning, man. I don't want to uh, sit there and read Proverbs all day. Right? What's going to happen in the uh, tribulation? How am I going to keep my faith strong? What am I going to do on that day? I want to hear how the most high is going to deliver me. I want to read that over and over so I can know what I was shadowing with that was more help breaking me to look up in the sky. Right, that's right. I'm gonna read uh, this Psalm chapter 37 and 1. And it re reads, Fret not thyself because of evildoers. Right? Fretting yourself meaning you get nervous. You know how when you're a kid and you gotta get a speech before the class, you kinda start fretting. You know, you get that butterflies in your stomach. You're trying to figure out what's going on. You hope somebody else, it's like you hope somebody else uh, uh, go instead of you, huh? You got Jake fretting right now. The Lord said, Fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. For they shall soon be cut down. So the Lord will feed you if you trust in the Lord. He said, Verily, it's a fact. I'm not playing. The Lord said, I'm not playing. You're going to get, you going to eat, man. You're going to drink. He said, Verily, thou shalt be fed. This is what I told you. And you got to believe that, man. You got brothers saying, I don't know about that one, man. Well, let me jump down. It's Ecclesiastes, I'm going to slap you, um, Psalm chapter 37 and 25, I talked about it, but I'm going to read it. It says, I have been old, like I've been young, and now I'm old, yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. 
He is ever merciful and lendeth, and his seed is blessed. Right? So the Lord is telling you, he has never seen a righteous forsaken, huh? And what a righteous, like I said, the righteousness is based off of your faith in Yahweh Bashanel Shah. Right? And you show your faith by keeping the law, statutes, and commandments, huh? Right? So the Lord will never forsake you if you do what he's requiring of you in the last days. If you believe that, right? Uh, right? It's the book of Jeremiah. He can do anything against you. Then took they Jeremiah and cast him into a dungeon. Right? That's straight up, man. We're going to be cast in these demon camps. We're going to be cast in a dark place, a place of confusion, right? This is, this is they Jeremiah. Right? in the spirit, those are the ones keeping the uh, commandments that's upright. We're going to be Jeremiah that they cast into a dungeon, man. Right? And uh, Michaela, the son of Hamelalek, that was in the court of the prison, and they let down Jeremiah with cords. And in the dungeon, there was no water but mirror, so Jeremiah sunk in the mirror. So it wasn't even no water down there. He couldn't eat. Right? It was a dark place. Or he like, I'm probably looking up like, damn, what's going on? Or Jeremiah sitting in the dungeon, ain't no food, ain't no water. Right? Now, Abib, Malek, the Ethiopian, one of the units, which was in the king's house, heard that they had put Jeremiah in the dungeon. The king then sitting in the gate of Benjamin, Abib, Malek, went forth out of the king's house and spake to the king, saying, My lord, the king, these men have done evil in all that they have done to Jeremiah, the prophet whom they have cast into the dungeon, and he is like to die for hunger. Let me jump behind you and play with me, and I'm going to find you. I had to go and get a couple strikes. I had to trap all day and night. I had to boss up for a chip. I had to step on these niggas neck. I had to show these niggas I'm the truth. I had to transform to a wolf. I had to go and get a couple strikes. I had to go and splurge on ice. I remember them cold nights. I would trap a hard selling white. Swipe and swipe and get a change my life. Come here, girl, I can change your life. Come here, girl, come and fuck a boss. Had to cut these lame niggas off. Got a thousand pieces in the law. Had to shoot it up with the names. Cause them little niggas owe me, baby. I don't owe that nigga no favor. I got like 80 rounds for the tape. I had to muscle up in these streets. I had to celebrate just to eat. I had to knock out a nigga teeth. I had to work hard, no sleep. Niggas tried to come and cast out. So they hope and quietly wait for the salvation of the Lord. That's right. Verse 53. Lamentations 53. It reads 3 and 53. They have cut off my life in the dungeon. Right, and that's talking about Jeremiah that just happened. I had to cut off my life in my dungeon, you know? And cast the stone upon me. Waters flowed over my head. Then I said, I am cut off. And I called upon thy name, O Lord. Right, and that's the key point. You gotta call upon the name of Yahweh by Hashem Yahushua. At my cry, thou drewest near in the day that I called upon thee. Thou saidest, Fear not. Chapter 15. Fear not the imaginations against thee. Let not the incredulity of them trouble thee that speak against thee. Right? So you can't be scared because other brothers up here talking about these demon camps. You're not faithful in the fear of the Lord. You're going to die in your unfaithfulness. Ain't going to be no way to come back from that. Right? If you like your faith in that day, we'll visit it toward famine, death, and destruction. Right? So all this is where it's brought forth for your salvation. 
Right, this is being brought forth so you can go home. So the Lord can bring his seed back home. Right, his, his first day <coughs> back home so we can worship and serve them the way we're supposed to. Right, because it's hard to serve them all the homosexuals. We had a homosexual tell the police, uh, call the police. So the only way that we're going to get up out of here is the Lord destroy this thing. Bring famine to those who are just wicked. we get rid of the two thirds of our people who are not finally come back to the house. Alright. Uh, uh, uh. uh, it's the book of Sirach, chapter 2 and verse 10. Look at the generation of old and see. Did ever any that caught upon So our, our ancestors, you know, you got Paul, you got Jeremiah, you know, you got Isaiah, you got Ezekiel, you got all our ancestors. Everybody that went to the Lord, everybody that turned to the Lord, the Lord never turned it back from Never. For the Lord is full of compassion and mercy, long-suffering, and very pitiful, and forgiving, forgiving sins, and saving in time of affliction. So the Lord saved us in time of affliction. That's right. And um, if anybody, we are doing the Q&A too. We have an argument. Aqua have questions. I saw a question that they get posted earlier. Um, if Aqua have questions, you can uh, pull out any question that you may have. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be about these end times, but anything uh, you know pertaining to the truth. Mm-hmm. All right. Not asking brothers. Uh, so uh, any questions? <laughs> Talking about the Roman Empire, 
right? Or it's not if it's not talking about the uh, the greats during that time. It's a prophecy coming to pass soon, right? And at thirty days, it what breaks down when you do the math to it. It's eight. It's eight years and um, what? Eight years and three months, or eight years and four months. That's how long those thirty days are when you break it down, right? So the abomination of desolation goes into the prophecy of us being uh, overtaken by Esau and his armies in the last days, like in the book of uh, Matthew 22, 15. Like the first abomination of desolation when the Greeks came in, second when the Romans come in, last one is when the Romans come in, which is the time we live in there now. You know? Uh, somebody said, uh, did Moses break the commandment to write his own? No, Moses didn't break the commandments to write his own. Right, that that didn't happen. Right, when you get the account, let's get the account. Let's get the account. Moses didn't break, and I'm gonna go to uh, the apocryphal. I'm gonna go to that. I'm gonna put this up. This uh, second Ezra, chapter fourteen and one. So did that the question did but Moses didn't write his own commandments. And what? I I sat under an oak, and behold, there came a voice out of a bush over against me, and said, Ezra, Ezra. And I said, Here am I, Lord, and I stood up upon my feet. Then said he unto me, In the bush I did manifestly reveal myself unto Moses, and talked with him when my people served in Egypt. And I sent him and led my people out of Egypt and brought him up to the Mount of Sinai, where I held him by me in long season, and told him many wondrous things, and showed him the secrets of the times, and the end, and commanded him, saying, these words shalt thou declare, and these shalt thou hide. So everything he got was from the Most High. Now, the Lord, the Most wasn't up there 40 days and 40 nights, reading the Torah that they made claim upon tables, like the law of Leviticus, right? Like the laws of Deuteronomy. But certain things are hidden, like the Genesis 49. Moses wrote that up the way the Lord told him to write it out. A uh, serpent in the garden, right? Now, Moses could have said, look, it's talking about this. The Lord said, hi. I don't want them to understand it. Right? The Lord could have said Jacob's ladder was his, but he said, I'm writing like a ladder. So everything that uh, Moses got, it wasn't of his own will. It was of Moses up. Right? And it's the book of Exodus, chapter 34, verse 1. And the Lord said unto Moses, I'll accuse these two bend you know, straight up and down. When those were breaking, the Lord coming back in and said, write down what I tell you to write down. So it's not like he went there, right? He just said, something happened. Uh, it's taking medicine, he said. No taking medicine is not a sin. It's not a sin taking medicine. But you gotta understand, let me bring this up. This song, so the question was, is taking medicine a sin? And we are doing Q and A. If you have Q and A, any questions, put them up. This song, chapter 103 and 2. Bless yes. Who forgiveth all thy iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases. So the Lord, he don't want to heal the diseases, right? Understand that. Now he's the one that healed you, huh? So that's not a sin to take that, but you gotta understand that you gotta seek the most high first and foremost. Right? You gotta pray that the Lord heal you. You gotta confess your sins and the Lord will heal you of your infirmities, right? Just read that the Lord heal you of all your diseases. The Lord didn't, they didn't say, uh, bless the uh, Lord, oh my soul, and then take some time. It didn't say that, man. You know, uh, it's like the Chronicles chapter 16 and verse 12. In Asia, in the 30 and 90 year of his reign was deceased and his feet, and so his disease was exceedingly great. So there you go, you got the king going through a disease in his feet, and it was exceedingly great, right? Yet in his disease, he sought not the Lord, 
but to the position. So he went to hello, man. He's supposed to first seek the most high God. He's supposed to first pray, fast, beseech the Lord, pray unto him to heal him for his disease. But he didn't do that. He's like, well, this might be too hot for me. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm aching too bad. Let me just work for something convenient and fast. Something I feel like has the answer. So he ran to the position, man. Verse, uh, verse 13. And Asa slept with his fathers and died in one and forty years of his reign. Right, this is uh, James chapter 5 and 14. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church. Let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. So that's what they did in ancient. They call for an elder. And they'll have oil. The Lord didn't say the elders, they're going to give you a damn broken tussle, or they're going to give you some cough drops, or they're going to inject you with this damn vaccine. They said they will anoint you with oil and pray over you by Shinyarashat. Right? And it says, and the prayer of faith is the elders believe when they pray to the most high that they will heal brothers or sisters within the congregation. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick. And the Lord shall raise them up. And if you have committed sins, they shall be forgiven. A lot of times your sickness is to be in your sins, man. The Lord jacking you up. And you're not understanding that you should immediately repent and seek the most high. Confess those sins in the Lord and say, okay. He humbled himself, and now he'll release some demons off of you, right? And then next thing you know, you feel better, huh? This is the wisdom of Solomon, chapter 16, and verse 12. For it was neither heard nor modified flesh. So it wasn't this plant, right? The doctor said he planted, and he rubbed that, and then it like rubbed it in, and dropped that in your teeth. No, right. it wasn't that plant. It was neither the herd nor modified flesh that restores it to health. But thy word, O oh Lord, which is the Lord, the next blow, you got goddamn got cancer, whatever it is, man, the Lord will lift that off you, man. That's right, right? I'll see that question, Dave. Uh, questions. Any questions, pull them up, pull them up. You never have my, you know, you kind of say, you got to work, and you know what I'm saying? And you say, come on, and you keep moving. But <coughs> friend, the word friend, I'm going to show you something. You got to precept while I put this up. Well, I'm going to pull this up. This, I'm going to go to the etymology of the word friend and show you what this word means. This is Isaiah chapter 13, verse 14. And it shall be as the chaste rope and as the sheep that no man take you up. They shall every man turn to his own people and flee every one to his own land. Right? So you're going to have the Hamites going to the Hamites. Right. To protect you. You're going to have Israel turning to Israel to protect you. Right? Everyone that is found shall be thrust through. Everyone that is joined unto them shall fall by the sword. Right? So you don't want to get confused uh, uh, of what a friend is and what family is. Right? You don't want to turn to your own people. Those are your true friends right there. Right? So if you get caught with uh you're going to get put to death. Right? They're going to put you down and they're going to put her down. Or they're going to put him down and put you down. It's a hell or a hurt. So you can't be you can't be around these hammers. It's not expedient of this time. You should want to be around people who understand prophecy. Right. It will help you uh, to move through these dark and perilous times you're about to go through. Right. And that uh, brings me to Sabbath chapter 37. And I'm going to read verse 12. But be continually with a godly man. Now the Africans godly men. Because if that's your friend, you might have to hang out with them. Or her, you know what I'm saying? You might, might. You know, go go to each other's crib and you know, kind of talk or whatever. But the Lord said, "Be continually with a godly man." I'm not sitting around hanging around a bunch of Negroes rolling up blunts, huh? right? 
Because if I'm out with my if I'm out with my mother, Lord give you a great mother, and I'm smoking the damn blunt. Amos said, what you doing? And I say, I'm doing the thing. Right? What is going on, man? Right? You gotta be with a godly man. And here's the point. Whom thou knowest to keep the commandments of the Lord, whose mind is according to thy mind. Now, if your mind is in the world, then you can have that, my friend. But if your mind is of the truth and of the most high, then you're not dealing with that, man. Right? It says, and will sorrow with thee if thou shalt miscarry. As we show you this, then link it up with this. They're not going to reprove you or sorrow with thee if you miscarry. If you go up, they're not going to be there to comfort you with this word. No other people are going to do that except brothers and sisters in this truth. Right? So that's the purpose of a friend, too. A friend is not somebody you always to have fun with, man. Friend is somebody that got at your back. Friend is somebody that you that's, that can check you, man, according to the most high. Friend is somebody that can counsel you and a hand right. They don't have no knowledge, man. Because they're not keeping the law, statutes, and commandments. So your friend should be those that the scripture says. Right. I wanted to make a point too. Uh, the brother said, "Be around a godly man who don't keep the commandments." Yeah, the scripture says, "Brother brought out the scripture." Like, but it's a, a a video we were just watching on the way here. It was a, a a brother in GMS, right? He was making videos and everything. Next thing you know, he riding around smoking busts from the trap music. Right, hurt. He's like, "You're right. I need to hear it, man." Uh, well, I, 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 he of thy friends, a faithful friend is a strong defense, and he that hath found such, and one hath found a treasure. Nothing does contravail a faithful friend, and his excellency is invaluable. A faithful friend is the medicine of life, and they that fear the Lord shall find him. Whoso fears the Lord shall direct his friendship upright. For as he is, so shall his neighbor be also. Yeah, but now, oh, so that's really that's going into a faithful friend, like the brother said. You know, that's that's those of your brothers, those that's going to keep the commandments. The Lord said, a faithful friend is of he that is uh, uh, is of your neighbor, is of he that keeps the commandments. Right. So we already know that the Lord only gave the commandments to to Israelite. Right. You know. So you know, your friends is those of your brothers, those of your brothers right here. We friends right here. Like, you know, we're going to check each other. We're going to keep each other in line. You know, that's a good friend. You know, right? I got, I got two quick pieces out of John. It's like, this, uh, John, I think, brought this mind. This is the book of John, chapter 15. And I'm going to read verse uh, 12. This is my commandment, that ye love one another as I have loved you. Greater love hath no man than this, than a man lay down his life for his friends. Is that how I go and die for you? When Mr. Persecution kick off, man, when Jacob's trouble go off, is the Hamite going to say, take me instead? And his brothers to say that. I came to Demona expecting to find an if not strange, then isolated community, living on their own at the foot of the hill in the desert. But instead I found a structured community.